Headliner Radio, the creative voice. A very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I have the pleasure of speaking to Ty Brazel. He's a rapper originally from Memphis, Tennessee, who released his latest album, Destiny Volume 1, last year. Ty, how's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Yo, how's it going? Thanks for having me, bro. Oh, you're so welcome. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be chatting to you today, man. How are, yeah, same here. Uh, how's it going? Like, How's 2022 going for you so far? Obviously, last couple of years with the pandemic have been strange times anyway. But have you had a yeah. good, how has it been for you so far? You know, have you had a good start to this year so far though? Yeah, it's been cool. It's like, you know, I think everybody's kind of trying to adjust like to the new normal mm. and the new world and, for sure. you know, figuring out what work looks like, what does touring look like, what does everything look like? So I think I've been really kind of focused on that for a while, just like mm. the best way, you know, I'm always trying to adapt. And and so this has definitely been a challenge. So, you know, really just trying to adapt and, and just, you know, living life, you know, one day at a time. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, like you say, I think it's it's been a case of everyone's had to adapt in their own way, um, right. especially for musicians and, and creatives. It's been a it's been a weird time, but I think there's been some some silver linings to to this situation obviously it's been it's been bad situation for for most but i think it's um kind of inspired a little bit of creativity as well um amongst singers songwriters and and guys like yourself absolutely i think i'm seeing a lot of innovation you know and a lot of people are trying new ideas and and just uh you know the way people are going virtual and with so many things and and uh it's just been really cool to see the you know the ideas people are coming with and I'm trying to come up with some of my own, you know, we're all trying to figure it out, but it's been dope. It's definitely been cool to see. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Now, um, if I go back just a little bit, Ty, you've dropped uh, three albums previously before Destiny Volume 1, Young T, Destined for Greatness and The Divine Storm in that order. Um, But tell us about your latest record, um, Destiny Volume 1. Did you approach it at all differently to your previous projects? I mean, did you write and record most of the songs you like during lockdown? Um, actually, so um, with this project, we kind of, I was already working on another album and then okay. I kind of just had an epiphany, like, um, you know, a lot of times in my albums, I take them very seriously and I have like a narrative and like a, a connecting story and themes. And mm. I was just like, you know, I kind of wanted to simplify it and just make some more like fun music and like um, motivational, you know, kind of anthemic mm-hmm. music. And uh, so I figured the best way to do it was just start a whole new project. And we actually created it, you know, within a few months, you know, my other projects been a couple years in the making, but this one, we just kind of, had fun with it and and knocked it out in a a few months and uh man it was it was a lot of fun working on it because i got to step out of my uh you know comfort zone try some new things and Mm. and really just you know create it was it was dope yeah nice how how involved in the production side are you ty because obviously you know you're you're a rapper uh, you know fundamentally um lyricist um and all the rest of it but do you do you get involved in the production side of your work as well Yeah. So um, it's cool because, you know, a lot of artists, you know, aren't fortunate to be able to find like producers that they, you know, lock in with for a long time. And, you know, I've been I've been, you know, real blessed with uh, with my production team. It's it's three guys and they're all, you know, friends and been working together for a long time. And, uh, you know, Joseph, Dirty and Juice and, and they make up the Cobra 
music uh, team, but, you know, when we're in the studio, we're all throwing the ideas out, sample ideas, or, you know, we might be running through sounds and, you know, I might say, man, let's use that sound, uh, you know, and if we get a certain, I might say, you know, let's change the tempo. So mm. it's it's kind of open, like everybody's kind of throwing out ideas. And so I, I get involved on production, you know, they get involved on kind of A&R help with f- helping me figuring out structurally, like what to do with the song and stuff. So mm-hmm. we have a pretty nice chemistry. Yeah, nice, man. Now, obviously, I know you kind of grew up on hip hop, right? And you're kind of surrounded yeah. by rappers, producers, and and singers yeah. from a, from a relatively young age, um, right? Would you say your style now, Ty, reflects some of what others were doing then that that inspired you at the time, like that southern rap sound, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the cool thing is, uh, I had influences in my life um, that you know I, I was exposed to like all types of music, and I think it definitely helped me to have an appreciation for mm. for just good music, no matter you know what it sounded like or the genre. Like, I definitely always gravitated towards hip hop because I felt like it was the most free way to express yourself, and you know, you could use more words so you could tell you know more detailed stories whatever but um you know but I I always gravitated towards melody as well Mm -hmm. and and so that's kind of one of the things that I've always uh tried to do is kind of fuse the melody and the lyricism and of course now that's the only way that you can really be popular with music but you know back in the day that wasn't really a thing and so you know I was always kind of you know taking influence from those around me and just trying to take good inspiration from everybody and then put bring my own, you know, style yeah. and uniqueness to the table and just try to, you know, blend it all. Was there a lot of local artists that you were listening to growing up, Ty, or is there some kind of, you know, big names in hip hop and in that world that, that that have been a big inspiration for you? you know, you know, like the obvious names, um, or was it more of like a kind of getting involved with the local scene for you? Yeah, so, you know, when I was younger, like, you know, everybody around, in and around Memphis was listening to, you know, 3-6 Mafia, mm. Yo Gotti, um, you know, uh, uh, A-Ball and MJG, uh, and then, you know, Young Dolph came up, and like, a lot, like, um, you know, a lot of the people around that area was just kind of locked in on them, uh, but I, I kind of took a, like, interest towards, like, Wiz Khalifa, Currency, mm um rick ross you know kendrick uh drake and so and then you know uh, with the newer artists like post malone you know little uzi vert like i i just i i think everybody who has their own unique sound like i always just find the 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 beauty in it and like just am inspired by you know and so but but i think i had a lot of influences but i definitely still like uh definitely took a lot from like the local scene for sure yeah 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 Uh, and so i know that where you grew up um meant that you were kind of quite involved and familiar with um religion and and church at a young age and perhaps perhaps did a little bit of rebelling against that in your school and college days um if you don't mind too much can you tell us a little bit about that time of your lifetime and and kind of to what extent do you think that kind of lifestyle has influenced um what you're doing now like with your lyrical content and your writing style yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, they call where I'm from, like that whole area, you know, they call it the Bible Belt okay. um, because, 
you know, that's uh, kind of like just what you're brought up into. Like everybody, like it don't even matter if you believe like you go to church just because it's the cultural thing to do. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, that was all it was for me. It's just like, you know, I'm getting up because I'm, you know, my mom is making me get up, you know, sure. go to church. And But but then I got to a point where, um, you know, I, I, I didn't really I had, you know, my grandpa died. And then uh, I think I got angry and upset and just not, didn't really understand and you know, some other things happened. And then I just kind of, yeah, I kind of ran away and rebelled and, you know, got into the the street life. And, you know, I started, you know, selling drugs, doing drugs, Mm. partying, you know, um, just, you know, the, you know, got real deep into the lifestyle really. And um, I think that for me personally, you know, I've ran into some brick walls that really kind of made me uh, reflect on my life and where I was and, and what I wanted for myself. And, you know, I, I got arrested uh, a lot and I, um, you know, I was faced with some uh, with some situations that made me contemplate, like, you know, if I was even going to be able to, you know, have my freedom. And, yeah. and so and, and but I got that that chance at freedom and it really made me think like, man, I want to um I want to do something special with my life. And I, you know, I feel like the path that I'm going down right now and the people that I'm with, like, I already know I'm going to end up in jail or mm-hmm. might end up getting shot or, you know, whatever, whatever would transpire. And so I ended up like, man, let me just, let me just walk this different path, you know? And so that's when I kind of, uh, you know, went back to those roots and really started, you know, just kind of walking in my own lane, really. And that's when, you know, everything went from there kind of turned it around then had a bit of a yeah. had a bit of an epiphany moment um by the sounds yeah of it, I didn't just... want I didn't want to waste my life you know like I, I felt For like sure, I, man. And, and I've seen it happen with people that I knew um that were kind of you know walking that same path with me at the time like I've seen you know the way that things have unfolded for them and I know that I would have been right there with them and so looking back on it even I, I I'm thankful that I made the choice to you know lock in on my music and in my in my character as a person you know and really focus on that uh instead of just like having a good time you know yeah i hear that i hear that and and thank god you did um so right. i mean yeah um i mean who are you when you're when you're you know when you're writing a track tight who are you kind of aiming your songs at are you sort of kind of identify with those kinds of people who were going through the same struggles you know down on life um you know personal demons is that kind of because there's also like a, I've noticed in your tracks, there's also quite a kind of hopeful message as well. You know, although it's talking about like struggling and, and that, it's it's also quite hopeful. It's quite, you know, talking about achieving peace through that kind of, that kind of cycle, you know? Right. Yeah, no, it's, um you know, I think that originally my 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 focus and it still is you know my focus is the youth the streets Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like the people who I can relate to with my story um but but even as I get older you know I'm I'm 27 now and I've been doing music about 10 years and now I'm, I'm just starting to see like in my own story how it's progressing and how I'm maturing as well that Mm -hmm. that I also have more stories to tell for for other audiences and other you know what I mean demographics and and uh age groups and all that and so like really now like I'm trying to I know you know people may say this but I really mean like I'm trying to you know make music for everybody um you know and and I don't I don't curse in my music 
um, mainly for the fact that I like being able to have my music played around like the whole families. For sure. Like people can play it around their grandparents or their kids. But when they listen to it with their friends, like I still want them to be like, man, this is hard, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely like a challenge to create dope music, you know, that doesn't have like certain content in it. But I think it's a good compromise because I hear a lot of stories about people like, man, I love that I could play your music like with my kids or like with my parents or whatnot. And so, you know, that's definitely a, a cool part about it. Yeah, that's cool, man. It makes it just more, you know, universally um, appreciative, I guess, in that respect. And right. it, it means that you don't um, kind of put yourself in one box, I guess, with your with your music. But um, yeah, that's For cool, sure. man. Um, yeah, it's uh, like I say, Ty, it's a, it's a nice message, I think, um, running through running through your music, you know, that people, you can have downtimes and struggles and all the rest of it, but there's always a hopeful message that you can, you know, eventually achieve. I, I like that, um, that kind of message, man. It's, uh, it's nice considering yeah, what you've been, considering what you've been through as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Well, it's, and it's crazy too, because, um, so we're like, right when the pandemic happened. So, so actually in 2019, when I, I started working on the divine storm album, mm. like, uh, I was kind of like, I know 2020 was like the year where everybody really kind of acknowledged how kind of crazy the world had gotten. But I was kind of like feeling that way in 2019 because it was still a lot of crazy things going on. Like, you know, that's I think that's when like all the big Australia wildfires were happening. Yeah. And there was a lot of mass shootings and um, there was a lot of. There was a lot of chaos, you know, really throughout the whole world, a lot of natural disasters. And Mm -hmm. so I started to make an album about how the world was, you know, kind of like uh, losing control. And like Mm -hmm. it seemed like the ship was sinking. And it's crazy because I wanted to release the album um, like right away, you know, like mid 2019. But then it got put on hold. Um, and then it ended up coming out in May of 2020, which was, you know, right after okay. the pandemic really got strong. Mm. And it turned out to be like the perfect timing for that message because, you know, it was it was a story about how the world was kind of in chaos, but it had a positive and, a, you know, like you said, a hopeful kind of mm. turn to it as it went. And so it was crazy how that worked out. Like, you know, it's funny how it happens sometimes, <laughs> isn't it? The timing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's your um if I just move on slightly a little bit uh Ty, um what's your uh your setup like you know do you have a little studio set up at home do you do you go to the studio like with your boys like what's your um yeah what's your kind of setup like Man so it's crazy so when I was in college when I first started doing music you know I had my own setup and yeah. um like I would record myself and mix my stuff and then my uh my my Apple uh laptop computer got stolen and it was the second one that got stolen and it was you know and i was you know in a situation where you know i became real discouraged because i lost the whole mixtape uh when my computer got stolen damn and um you know and i worked you know real hard on it and i was in a group with my friend and but i also felt like it was you know kind of a you know, it was a good thing in the end because that's when I ended up separating and myself and going solo. And so, you know, I took a lot of lessons from it, but I ended up actually, to answer the question like now, um, I like working with, so my producer Dirty, he has uh, like 
a lot of a really nice setup like that he's put a lot of years into yeah, building yeah. and um and he's you know really good at engineering so i really just like recording like when i'm with him like mm-hmm. either sometimes like a lot of times we go to get an airbnb yeah um, nice. and then we just yeah we just bring the setup to the airbnb and set it up and we'll work there for a week and knock out you know three four or five songs and, and then sometimes we'll work at the studio at the label in nashville um but yeah, I don't I don't really work from the house anymore. Uh, I, well, I, I do a lot of like, you know, um, like listening to the songs and yeah. like, um, yeah, like, you know, editing and thinking and all that, but not like mm. recording. Yeah, cool, man. That's nice. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question, Ty. It's one I wanted to kind of uh, round up the conversation with. And it might be a hard one for, to, to answer for you. But have you got a favorite track um, from from the latest album i guess i don't want to say <laughs> right. i don't want to say overall favorite track because that's probably that's probably too difficult but like have you got a favorite one from um from your latest uh from your latest album at the moment so at the moment i will say like okay originally uh my favorite song is called on me and um you know mm-hmm. it's kind of the song we're pushing to radio and stuff right mm-hmm. now but over time like it changed a lot. Um, like one day it'll be this or that, but probably right now it's a song called For the Stars because we just shot a music video for it. So it's like, and I like the video a lot. So it's kind of fresh on my mind. And yeah. so probably, yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time, like uh, I really like this one song called Call Me Up. It's kind of like a love song and it's just real smooth. And yes, yeah, so I like that one too. But yeah. I, I really like how they all flow together. I feel like when people listen to it, I think they'll feel that like, we really were intentional about trying to make it like feel like one long song, like yeah, you know, like yeah, so kind of a bit of a storytelling, like a narrative running through it, which is yeah, yeah, and not even just like lyrically, like even musically, I think like people will feel like that, Sick. you know, like there's kind of a story being told, even musically, you yeah. know, yeah, nice man. Sounds like you put a lot of uh, a lot of thought has gone into this this latest one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a contemplative person kind of in general, like everything. Like, like and sometimes there's a blessing and a curse, you know, because you can overthink, overthink a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, but, but you know, I think, you know, that's just the way I'm wired. So yeah, man. I, do, I do think a lot. All right, cool, man. Yeah, I mean, what are you working on at the moment, Ty? I, I, I mean, uh, there might be a few things that you can't tell us about for whatever reason that are under wraps, but um, what's your plan for, for this year, man? Have you got a bit of a a bit of a plan of action or is it just kind of see what happens at the moment? Yeah. And also, um, like right now it's, I'm just like knee deep, like in everything. So, <laughs> um, you know, I got, um, um, an album that we've been working on for like a couple of years and it's just coming together really nicely. And I'm real proud of like the, the story that's being told and mm. like, the way we were able to kind of achieve the new sound, you know, we always try to like come find a new sound for each project. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but also I've got some, I've still got some uh, like music videos and, and like I, I did these performance with a live band um, nice. for a couple, couple songs off of destiny. And so we shot videos for that. So, you know, we got some videos coming and then I'll probably start like dropping singles and then go, you know, into the next album. But definitely want to keep my foot on the gas and like keep the music coming like and, uh, you know, quality and consistently. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A bit more collaboration as well. I noticed on this late on Destiny, there's quite a few, um, quite a few of your features on there and, and bits and pieces. Do you enjoy working with other artists? 
Yeah, I love I love working with other artists, especially people that I'm like fans of that I mm. have access to and like my friends, because a lot of the people I'm fans of have become my friends. And so That's cool. it's really a blessing because I can just reach out to them, you know. But, yeah. um, you know, long term goals, I definitely have some big dreams for like collaborations and stuff. And I don't really want to limit myself because I think it'd be some cool stuff could happen like if I work with certain artists. But yeah. But also, like, sometimes when I work on my albums, it's hard to get features in because I'm, like, telling a story and it's hard to, (laughs) it's hard to, like, bring other people into your story. But I try to do it to the best of my ability. Yeah, hear that. Hear that. All right. Well, I think that's a nice place for us to leave it, Ty. It's been been a real pleasure chatting to you today, man. And thank you again for your time. Man, same here. I appreciate you, man. It's been great. You, um... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, all the best with everything you've got going on at the moment, Ty. It sounds like it's going to be an exciting year for you. So, um, yeah, good luck with that, man. And and hopefully the next time we catch up, um, we'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and, you know, like I said, I hope to get over there sometime this year. Yeah, you know, please hopefully do. Hopefully maybe yeah. do a show or something like that. That'd be amazing. All right, take appreciate care of yourself, bro. And, uh, yeah, catch up soon. Okay, appreciate it. Man. Cheers, man. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.